Glory to God. We welcome you to Love and Faith Healing Ministries. Today, we need to know who our true identity is. Amen. Glory to God. Today, I'd like to start off with a worship song. Knowing that Jesus is Lord and Savior. Knowing that Jesus Christ is your Lord. Amen. Amen. Jesus. In the presence of Jesus. 
every believer when the word name Jesus come and heard it spoken, you ought to go up in the uproar. You ought to get excited. It's something about the name of Jesus that turned me on. I, I get turned on about Jesus. Give me Jesus. When I lay my hand down, he's there. But he's with you. Worship him. He's worthy of all the praise. You ought to just praise him. See, don't bother me praise and worship Jesus. I don't care how many people work for it. I don't care how many in the marketplace. I don't care. I'm outside and I'm all civil. I don't care how all the matters of heathen. But when you hear the name Jesus, I get excited. Give me Jesus. I received Jesus and then my life changed. If you want your life changed, receive Jesus. I promise you your life will change. He's the answer to your prayers. He's the calm storm. He calms storms. He said, peace. Be still. Jesus. You ought to get excited about Jesus because He is my Savior. He is my Lord. He is my refuge. He is my bridge over troubled water. He is the Alpha of Omega, the beginning and the end. He is the morning bright star. He is, he is the first among the brethren. He is my Lord. He is my brother. Jesus is my other brother. Glory to God. Every time I hear the name Jesus, I get excited. It's something about that name to a believer. Ought to shake something in you. It ought to make your spirit turn flips and upside down. When you hear the name Jesus, the name is above every name. There's in heaven, in the earth, and below the earth. It is that name that saved you. It is that name that heals you. It is that name that delivers you. It is that name who you need to recognize. You, you really understand the name Jesus. God saves. Glory to God. Glory to God. I get excited about Jesus. I don't know about everybody, but I, I, when I hear the name Jesus, I, I get excited. And I'm not ashamed of the name Jesus. I'm not ashamed of him. To him all I owe everything I am, I owe to him. I don't care what nobody say. And the truth be said, all that you have and all that you owe, you owe to Jesus. You ought to praise him and glorify his name. You ought to just praise him and worship him. The name Jesus ought to, the name of Jesus break down barriers. It break down walls 
of containment. The name of Jesus is your breakthrough. Glory to God. Somebody ought to say hallelujah in this house. Because it is called for him that you have your movement and your being. You ought to get excited because it wasn't Jesus, but Jesus, yet there would be no you. Glory to God. Hallelujah to your name, Lord. I preach your name. I say your name loudly all across the airways and all across the byways and the highways and the alley. I'm not ashamed of you because oh, you're not ashamed of me. You took me when I was dead. I was dead. But because of you, I live. Somebody ought to just praise him. Amen, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah to your name, Lord. Hallelujah. I understand. When you when you are saved, when you know who you are, and because who you are is because of Jesus, you ought to get excited. You ought to get excited. I'm excited. I'm excited this day. Because of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. I'm trying to get into my mission, but when I think about the goodness of God, when I think about the promise of God in my life, I can't help but praise him and magnify his name. Amen. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory. Hallelujah. I understand why the angels are singing his name and praising him. Because he is glory to God. And because who he is, you are who you are. Glory to God. And too long. The church has a mistaken identity. As the children of God, we don't realize who we are. And when, when you don't know who you are, you'll fall for anything. And you'll do anything. Because your mistaken identity, as you see yourself, what the Bible says, a man is thinking hard, so is he. A mistaken identity. And my title of my message today, Rise up and be Christ. Glory to God. Rise up and be Christ. That's who you are. Amen. Glory to God. Many times in my life, I grew up thinking, it was a it was a fact too. It was a fact. It's the fact that Mary Hughes is my mother and I was a child of Mary Hughes. It's a fact that Dr. D. L. O'Neill was my biological physical father. And sometime in my life, my identity, my identity from them. Some of the ways of my mother and some of the ways of my father, I thought that's who I was. I found myself saying I'm acting 
something like D.L.O. Neal. He was a good man. But I found out something. I found out who I was. Yes, Mary Hughes is my biological, physical mother. Yes, Dr. D.L. Neal is my biological, physical father. But my identity is not them. Glory to God. Since there was a fall upon the earth, the mistaken identity that I had learned this day, not every man is created in the likeness, in the image of God. We have preached that and we taught that, that every man is in the likeness of created in the likeness of God, but every man was not created in the likeness, in the image of God. Glory to Turn your Bibles to Genesis chapter 5. I'm going to prove to you that yes, Adam was identified and he was created in, this, in the likeness, in the image of God. But something happened. Turn your Bibles. Glory to God. Genesis chapter Genesis chapter 5. You got to say amen. Genesis chapter 5, verse 1 through 3. It said, This is the book of the genealogy of Adam. In the day that God created man, he made in the likeness of God. And he created them male and female and blessed them and called them mankind in the day they were created. It says in the day that was created, when he first created Adam and Eve, he created them in his likeness, in his image. The Bible says that Adam lived 130 years in the God of Son, in his own likeness, of his image, and named himself. Adam and Eve were, yes, indeed, created in the likeness, in the image of God. But when Adam and Eve sinned against God, their nature fell. They no longer was the sons of God. They became men. And they became the devil's child. That's why God had to keep them out of the garden. Because if they came out the garden, they would ever be in that stage. And God says, He gave this, this promise to them. He said, Because you did not listen to me, He said, E, you will have birth pain. When you birth children, you will have, you became you will have birth pain. He told Satan that they you will always crawl on your belly. He told the man, because you listen to your wife, that you're going to work hard for a living. I'm just paraphrasing it now. But he said, you're going to work hard for a living. Before you sin, before Adam and Eve sinned, they had everything they needed. There was no lack in their life. 
Before God created man, he created everything that they would ever need. And then put them inside of the garden. Because they said he had to put them out the garden. All they, we didn't know that they was in the garden. All their provision, all their protection, everything they would ever need, they had. But the moment they ate from the, the fruit, from the tree of knowledge, good and evil, they was kicked out the garden. Now, from that day forward, they had to make provision for themselves. God said, you're going to work hard with the sweat, eye, uh, the sweat of your eyebrows. Then you're going to be hard work just to make a living. For, just for your basic needs to be met, you're going to work hard for a living. And the Bible says, guess no. He says, and Adam lived 130 years and begot a son in his own likeness. Now, his son, remember, Adam fell from the likeness in the image of God. He came to the likeness of his father who lied to him, the devil. He says, a son is own likeness out of his image and name himself. Seth was out of his image, out of Adam's image. And when we were born, and we were physically born, our mother's belly was created in the image and the likeness of our parents. That's why you have some of your parents' ways. People tell you, boy, yeah, just like your dad. Boy, yeah, just like your mother. That's, that's, that's how your mama used to act. That's how your daddy used to act. Your identity, who you believe you are, is how you're going to perform, how you're going to act, and do the things you do. Your behavior is because of your identity. How you see yourself is how you're going to, how you're going to act. Determines your behavior. You don't believe me? Cain and Abel. Huh? He went down to his father. He killed his brother. He was acting like his father. He had the tendency to act like the devil. Glory to God. And he killed his brother. Glory to God. His identity, self-identity was an image of Adam. It wasn't the image of God. Because Adam lost his image and his likeness of God. Because God took away his glory. God has took this away his Shekinah glory, the Spirit of God, the anointing of God over his life. He had removed it. No longer he walked as the Son of God. But because of Jesus, glory to God. That's why I get excited about Jesus. Because Jesus paid the price for me to be back, created in his likeness, in his image. You don't believe me? Turn your Bibles. Turn your Bibles to Romans chapter 5. Amen. Verse 17. It says, For if by 
the one manifests that bring to one much more those who receive the abundant grace of the gift of righteousness will ring in life through, through the one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as though one man offense, judgment came to all men. So when, when Adam said this, the same judgment came to all men, that nature, that image, that thought process, that's why everybody in this world system, because it's two systems, it's devil system and God system. Everybody operates in the devil system, in the Babylon system. They work hard for a living. We teach our children to get, get you a good education, get you a good education. There's nothing wrong with good education, I'm not saying that. But I'm telling you something, there's something greater than the education. And that's Jesus. Because he, we, we teach them to get a good education, go to school, make something like your life. And I don't care who they are, they struggle. When we do things our own, we struggle. I don't care who we are. I don't care how many degrees you got. You still struggle. So you might not struggle financially, but I'm telling you something. You struggle either depression, spiritually, or emotionally. It's something that you'll struggle with. It's something that you are not whole. Amen? You still have to work hard. You got to scheme people. You got to put other people down in order to make it to the top. That's the world. Since the world teaches you, cut the next man down and climb on top. No matter how long you climb on top of other people, you, you, you do other people wrong to get to the top, it's going to be somebody else living the same system. The devil system is to kill, steal, destroy. So in his system, we're going to do it in his system. We're going to take from other people. We're going to kill people. We're going to do anything for the love of money. The Bible said the, the, uh, the, love, of, the love of money is root to all evil. And that's why we live this life like this. That's why it's a struggle so hard because we operate in the devil's system. And that's why we take advantage of other people. We, I got to get over it. I'm telling you, even at these jobs, you're operating in the world system because you think they promised you something and, and, and then they denied the promise. But I'm telling you something, what God promised you, it cannot be hindered. Amen? The devil lied to you. T.I., well, Put it, put it all on, on Facebook, all on the news. I know it comes to promise they're going to get it, give their employees a raise, a big raise. Come to find out it was a lie. It was a scheme to get other people coming to the business because they didn't have enough workers. Lied to the people. They upset the people. Now the production is gone even further down because they lied. Because that system don't work. That system, that system, look, it made you sweat by the, by the sweat of your eyebrows to make a living. People around here sweating, trying to pay for a house. Because it's in the devil kingdom. His sister said you got to work hard with the sweat of the eyebrow. Work hard. People frustrated. Working overtime just to make the ends meet. And then they do it. They Week for week, day for day. Say, I gotta make my own living. Because they don't know who they are. When you don't know who you are, when you gotta understand that this, you need to rise up and be who you call to be. You need to rise up and be Christ. Amen? He said, by one man offense, death ran through one much more those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will ring through life through the one Jesus Christ. Therefore, as through one man offense, judgment came to all men. Resulted in condemnation. 
Even so, through one man's righteous act, the free gift came to all men, resulting in, in justification of life. For by one man disobedient, many were made sinners. For by Adam disobedient anyway, all of us became sinners. And all of us became under, 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 under the battle of sisters to work hard for a living by the sweat of our eyebrows. For by one man disobedient, we became sinners. We were kicked out of the God, kicked out of the promise of God, of the provision of God. So also by one man obedience, many would be made righteous. When you are made righteous, if you become right with God, now you come back to your stage and who you was created to be. You was when you accept Jesus, this when you become in the image, in the likeness of God, in the image of Christ. Glory to your name, Lord. For one man will be many will be made righteous, amen. And because you're the righteous of God and you part of his kingdom, everything God has is yours. Now all the provision, God has given the church back to Garden of Eden. To come back to his provision that he will provide, supply all your the Bible said he will supply all your needs according to his reason and glory in Christ. Now your provision, you're make your own provision. Now God is going to make provision for you. But when you got a mistaken idea that you say that you got to do it for yourself, it's a mistaken idea. You don't know who you are. Amen? You don't know who you are. I mean, one time we were in my park, trying to work two jobs. Then God gave me the message about to start working for a living style, living to be I am. I had to stop working at my part time job because I depended on my job for my provision. And my job is not my provision. Jesus is my provision. God is my provision. But when you don't know who you are, I remember one time working at my second job, God gave me a word. He said, son, you're not black. He said, don't consider yourself as a black man. Because remember, your image and your likeness Create who you are and the things you would do. If I consider myself a black man, I'm going to act like a black man because the world that's still with black men is this. They ruthless, change, steal, kill, all these type of things. If I consider my black man, I'm still holding that image of a black man. I'm not black, I'm Christ. Glory to God. You need to realize. All who accept Jesus, you're not white no more, you're not black, you're not Puerto Rican, you're not Chinese, you're not Japanese. You're not none of that. You say, Apostle, you're going to, I'm not going to, I'm just trying to wake up the world, trying to tell you to recognize who you are in Christ Jesus. You are Christ, the Bible says. So I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you proof in the pudding, amen. Turn your Bible to Colossians chapter 3. I'm going to do it in Amplified, but I'm going to show y'all something. I'm going to show you something in the Amplified Bible. It says, Colossians chapter 3, verse 10. Steve, do you got the regular, the regular Bible? Yeah, I got the regular Bible. Mm-hmm. Luke King James Version? No, this is the NIV. Uh, what? 
I'm going to turn to glory to God. First, I'm going to read out New King, New King James Version. I'm going to show you all something. I want you to see this. Colossians chapter 3, verse 10. It said, it had put on the new man. Okay, it's a new man. Who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Glory to God. When you said Jesus, you created in the image of Jesus, in the new image. The Bible said that we're a new species. We're a royal priesthood. We're a new species. We're a new man. We're a new creature. We, we're not, the, I'm not black. I'm Christ. I'm creating a new image. I'm going to show you why Jesus told me, but God told me, no one sees a black man no more. It's right there in the pudding. It's right there in the pudding. He said, put on the new man who's renewed in, in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Where there's neither Greek nor Jew or circumcision, nor uncircumcision, barbarian, or slave, nor free, but Christ is all in all. Now I'm going to read to the Amplified Bible. It gives more enlightenment. I'm going to show you something. Same verse. It said, and we, verse he said, had clothed yourself with the new spiritual self, which is ever in the process of being renewed and remolded into the fuller and more perfect knowledge of own. Knowledge of the image and the likeness of him who created you. In this new creation, all distinctions vanish. In this new creation, all races vanish. All distinctions vanish. There's no room for, and there can be neither Greek, nor Jew, or circumcised, nor circumcision, no difference between nation, whether it's alien, barbarian, whoever of the most savage of all, nor slave or free men, but Christ is in all, in all, everything, in everywhere, to all men, without distinction of a person. When you accept Jesus Christ, you demolish your old race. When you accept Jesus, you're no longer black. When you accept Jesus, you're no longer white. When you accept Jesus, you're no longer Jew. When you accept Jesus, you're no longer Japanese. When you said Jesus no longer Chinese, when you said Jesus no longer Puerto Rican, you are Christ. The Bible said that you are Christ. Amen. Glory to God. He says, in this new creation, all distinction vanish. There is no room for either American, neither be Greek or Jew. Huh? No, there, in Christ, there's only one race, and that's Christ. This is what we call ourselves Christians. You say, oh, possibly you go to work. Well, why do you call yourself a Christian then? When you say Christian, you stand as a, as a, as a, as a group of people. The I in is, is a group of people. A Christians. Take the I in out, you got Christ. Christ, you are Christ. When you're an individual, you are Christ. The Bible says that we're the body of Christ. Jesus. Even though Jesus' mother was a Jew, Jew, Jesus never identified himself as a Jew. 
he always identified himself as the son of God. Glory to God. His identity. He knew who he was. That's why they could say, they, they, they got a man to put, we, we, we ain't going to stone you because you, you do miracles, but we're going to stone you because you black and say that you are the son of God. He said, I am the son of God. He didn't change his identity. When he knew his true identity, he walked among the earth as God. Glory to your name, Lord. Jesus walked earth. He had no mistaken identity. His identity, he knew he was the son of God. Do you have a mistaken identity of who you are? Do you consider yourself as your mother's child? Or your father's child? If you're not accepted Christ, yes, that's your identity. But when you accept Jesus, you became a new species. A new man. You're a new species. You're not a regular man. No more. You are a supernatural being. Glory to God. And you are Christ. And I'm going to show you in the Bible who you are. I'm going to show you what the ship said, who you are. You are Christ. Amen? Turn your Bible. I'm going to show you something. Turn your Bible to Romans 8. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Romans 8. I'm going to start at verse 16. He said, The Spirit shall bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. The Bible says that the Spirit of God is living up in the inside of you. Testify. Excuse me, Lord. Witness that with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if we are the children, then we are heard, earth, and earth of God. And then and joint earth with Christ. He said, our spirit testifies witness that we are the children of God. And if we are the children of God, then we are earth of God. And then we are joint earth with Jesus Christ. An heir is someone who attained an inheritance from their parent. And the Bible says that all things was given to Jesus. All things in the earth, in the heavens, and everything that exists belongs to Jesus. And since Jesus owned everything in this world, and the Bible said not only that we're heirs of God, but we're joint heirs of Christ. So whatever Jesus has, we have. Glory to God. Glory to God. All his glory, all his riches, all his revelation, all his wisdom, all his knowledge, all his power was given unto you. Glory to God. When you know that you own everything in this world, why would you go buy your house? It doesn't make sense when you already own a house to go buy the same house. That's, that's, that's crazy. It, just, it doesn't make sense. Because you, the truth is you own everything. It's yours. He said all is yours. I don't care you messed up. People say, well, yeah, you messed up, God, you can see God. But I'm going to tell you something. The prodigal son took his inheritance. 
and wasted. Did everything he wanted to do in his own power. Waste all his inheritance. But he had enough sense. He, saw, he found himself in, in, in the pit of the hall pit in the lower stage of life. And then he saw himself. He said, well, I'm going to go back to my father's house. He had enough sense. He had a change of thought. He had a change of thought in mind. Well, how do you think? He said, I'm going to go back to my father's house. And maybe I could be a servant there. The Bible said when the prodigal son, the son who wasted everything, when he came to his father, his father saw him and ran to the hug around the neck. And he, his, the, the prodigal son just wanted to be a servant. You can't be a servant when you've been told, when you're a son of God. You can serve, be a servant, but I'm talking about the class level of who you are. We all can serve, amen. But he said, no, no. He said, no, son. He said, no, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You're not going to work with this. He said, bring out the fat cow. Matter of fact, he said, bring out the, in other words, bring out the best. God don't want you to have just him and down things. He wants you to have the best. Even though the prophet's son wasted all his inheritance the father gave him, he came back and gave him the best. Glory to God. Hallelujah to your name. He gave him the best. And then his brother got mad. And said, he ain't throwing no party like this. He turned around and looked to his other son. You know how some people hate other people? Because God bless them. He looked around to his son, other son. See, as Christians, we got to hate on nobody. We ain't got to walk with a different guy because he, whatever God has is yours. He looked at him and said to the other, bro, other son, all that I have is yours. If you want a party, son, if you want the fatty cow, if you want the best, it's there for you to Because I had given it to you. Glory to God. But when you don't know who your true identity is, when you don't know when you believe that you are something else and not knowing that you are Christ, glory to God, you accept anything. But when you realize that you are king and a priest, glory to God. When you realize that, that everything that God has is yours, then you wouldn't worry about that. You wouldn't worry about the next man that because what he got, God also has given to you. Glory to God. The Bible says, and then the earth and the earth of God, then join the earth of Christ. Indeed, we suffer with him, and we may also be glorified of God. He said, but this is the good part I'll come to. For I consider the suffering of the present time and my worry to be compared with the glory which should be revealed. For the earnest expectation of creation either waits for the revealings of the Son of God. The Bible said that the, the earnest expectation of the creation, the earth is waiting for the revealing of the Son of God. The, 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 the earth and people and mankind is eagerly waiting for the sons of God to manifest themselves. And you need to realize that you are son of God, that we are sons of God. And that we are Christ. The earth waiting for you to speak of blessing over. For the Bible said that Satan turned the earth to a wilderness place, a desolated place, a place with, with, with lack, a place where people change it out, a place where people kill, people steal, and take the. That's the place that the devil is because the Bible said that Satan came to steal, kill, and destroy. So Satan made a place, a wooden place, and the Bible says that the earth 
is groaning, eagerly waiting that the manifestation of the sons of God rise up. Because when the sons of God rise up, they begin to act like they they fall. They become the king the king, they act like Christ. What did Jesus do? When Jesus walked among the earth, he not only to, to, to save mankind, but he he came to show the, the children of God how they should act, how they should operate, amen. Glory to your name. Turn your power to believe to God. He said, let this mind be in you, which also in Christ Jesus, who being the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking on form of a bond servant, and coming to the likeness of men. He, the Bible said, he didn't, Jesus didn't count it robbery to be equal with God, but he made himself of no repetition. It's not a shame for you to be counting yourself equal with God because you're a child of God. You're in God's class. Amen? To be equal with God. But he humbled himself even though that you're Christ and you have all authority and power in you. You need to walk with humility. You need to walk with tender loveness and kindness and peace and joy. Because in Christ you have all that. Long suffering, you have that. Peace, you have that. Joy, you have that. Power, you have that. Love, you have that. You need to realize that you are Christ. And when you realize you're Christ, you can make a difference in this world. And you need to realize that if you realize that you're Christ, you need to realize that you're a world changer. Glory to God. You are world changers. You ain't no just no nobody. You are world changers. But make it yourself no Don't make it about you, but make it about the world, make it about the people. You can change. You are a world changer. Say, I'm a world changer because I'm Christ. The word Christ means anointed. That I am anointed by God. Jesus said, I'm anointed by God to preach the gospel, to heal the broken head, uh, the broken heart, set the captives free. Your job is to set the captives free. To heal the broken heart. To change this thing is the environment. I mean, the like last shot. Even though that the water was bad, people died, and the room was buried. He, 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 he took some salt, put it in the bowl, and said, throw it in the, in the sea. And the sea became, the water became fresh and good for the, for the fish and for the people to drink it. Because the power of Christ is on this side of you, he was a world changer. Elijah was a world changer. You need to realize you're a world changer. Rise up and be Christ. Glory to God. Glory to God. Turn your, I got a couple more scriptures. Two more scriptures. Turn your Bible to John chapter 14. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. John 14. Starting verse 8. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father. It is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? 
He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Jesus, put up on and over. It'd be good for us to see the Father. Just show us the Father. And Jesus said, if you see me, you see the Father. See, even though they were apostles and because they walked with God, because they walked with Christ, they were still walking in a carnal mind stage. They saw Jesus as a man and maybe the Son of God. They looked at his physical appearance. And too long we've been identifying ourselves with our physical appearance. Not our love and our inner man. We identify, most people identify themselves through their outer shell. I'm black. I'm white. I'm Chinese. I'm Vietnamese. I'm Indian. Because of the color of their skin. And your skin and your body is nothing but a shelter. It had nothing to do with the real you. Glory to God. Your real you is a spirit. So there's no black in you. There's no white. He was trying to get to understand. If you see me, you see the Father. But they were looking at Jesus out of shape. Listen to what Jesus said. He said, He said, He said, If you have seen me, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. So how can you say, So is the Father? Do you not believe that I'm in the Father and the Father's in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak of my own authority. But the Father who dwells in me does the work. You need to realize that the Spirit of God is in you who does the work. The Spirit of God is the world changer. He's the life changer. He's the Spirit of God in you. That you are a world changer, amen. Did you know that you was living inside you created the earth that you're standing on now? Do you realize there's nothing to you that you cannot do all things are possible with you because you are a world changer? You are Christ. He said, I'm the father of me. He said, the word that I speak to you. He said, the word that I speak to you, I do not speak in my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the work. He said, believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me will ever believe for the sakes of the works of themselves. Because no natural man can do the things I did. Because I am Christ, because I am the Son of God, because the Spirit of God is in me, I'm able to do these works that no natural man can do. You is a life changer. He said that the Spirit of God is in you going to do the work. Glory to God. He said, what should I say to you? Whoever believes in me, the works that I do, he would do also. Even greater works than these he would do. Because I go back... I go to my father, and what if you ask in my name that I would do? He said that the works that I do, you also do even greater works because you do. Because it's not going to be your flesh. It's not going to be your out of body who's doing work. But the Spirit of God is in you. The Christ in you who's going to do the work. Glory to God. He said, whatever you ask in my name that I would do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I would do it. He said, if you love me, keep my commandment. And I would pray to the Father. He would Give you another helper, glory to God. He said, I'll give you another helper. This helper is in you. He said that he might abide with you. He said, The spirit of truth 
the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, but he dwells with you and he will be in you. And I will not leave you as open. I will come to you. He said, a little longer you and the world will see me no more, but you will see me. He said, because I live. He said, because I live, you will live also. He said, then you will know that I am in my father. Listen, he said, in the day, in that day, matter of fact, in this Day. He said, in this day, you would know that I'm in my father, and you and me, and I and you, and he would kept my commandment and keep them, and he would love me, and he who loved me would love by my father, and I would love and manifest myself to him. When you realize that you and God are one, you can't separate you and God. You and God's spirit are one. They in a chamber. When somebody see your spirit, when the devil see your spirit, he see God. When the devil see your spirit, he see Christ. You need to realize that you are Christ. So you need to rise up. The name of the church, the name of the ministry, rise up and be Christ. You need to rise up and be so world changer, right? You need to rise up. You see somebody sick. You need to lay your hands on them. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, you are healed. Glory to God. You see somebody being possessed and the demons are hindered. You tell them, I've been born. I've been, I'm a child of the most high God. Christ in me. And I decree, declare, you devil in the name of Jesus. Get out of here. You have no place in here because I own this earth. The Bible says, whatever you bind will be bound in heaven. He said, whatever you loose in earth will be loose in heaven. You do like to realize that you're some world changer. So get up and rise up like Christ and be a world changer. Glory to God. Somebody start preaching here. I'll tell you something. Jesus, glory to God. Rise up. Church, rise up and be Christ. Rise. 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 You're a world changer. Nothing can stop you. Nothing can hit you because God it's with you. He said, He'll never leave you, nor forsake you. Glory to God. Realize who you are. Your mistaken identity has been revealed. You know who you are now. You are Christ, the Son of the Most High God. You're the children of God. The earth is waiting on you, groaning, moaning, waiting that you might change the world. How can you see a, a plum tree that hasn't grown plum in two years? You speak to that plum tree, because the plum tree is waiting for you to bless them. Get to that plum tree. It's a plum tree. In the name of Jesus, now be blessed, be fruitful, multiply forever. Glory to God. Somebody ought to just bless something. So you're a world changer. You're a world changer. Nothing can stop you. You're a world, world, world changer. Glory to God. Rise up and be Christ. That's the end of my message. Rise up, church. Rise up. Glory to your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus paid the price. That's why I get excited about Jesus. Because he made this possible. Do you realize what he did for you? You are just dancing. You are just running around all around the world. And tell the world, I'm a world changer. I'm Christ. I'm the son of the most high God. I'm about to change the situation. You see a problem at your job. Change it. You've been given authority to bind and loose it. Do you realize who you are? If you realize who you are, you won't take this mess no more. I'm not taking no more mess after the devil. No longer. So God will be the same. No
no longer the world be saved. I'm a world changer. I'm a world changer. I'm a world changer. I change the world. Glory to God. I'm a world changer. Hallelujah to your name. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to your name, Lord. You're an awesome God. Glory to your name. 